the Futura of Radio. Radio. The Futura of Radio. The Future of Radio. The Future of Radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I thought there were going to be actual thunderstorms this morning. Uh, you know, as long as it's after the weekend, I'm totally okay with having a great productive day. No, my phone, when I woke up, my phone has that little weather app on it, and it showed thunderstorms. When is any weather app or any weather person ever correct about the weather? I don't know, but I was promised thunderstorms. It said on my phone, thunderstorms. I never get to see that thing before. I hadn't seen it. I was well, very I'm, excited. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It was disappointing. But the we- but the weekend was not. Mm-hmm. It was a good weekend. Uh, this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. For some reason, I've lost my voice a lot over the weekend. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, you sound very congested. Yeah, I don't know. I'm really, yeah, it's like horse or whatever. Hmm. I don't know. Do you have a crazy weekend? Not uh, not too crazy, I guess. I don't know. It was, it was a busy weekend for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We should talk about, um, we should go back and talk about the whole the whole weekend. Yeah. So on uh, Friday, of course, we did uh, did our show in the afternoon with Casey from Just Casey, which was a lot of fun. Which is cool, and then uh, then ended up. Um, let's see, I went out and met up with a couple of friends, and then and I went and hung out with uh, yeah with Lisa and Brian Wood, mm-hmm. and saw a crazy fight. Actually, the, like the past two times I've been at their house, actually I've seen a couple fights, and this one was between this huge burly guy and this truck and this guy. Um, crossing the street, and this kid who was crossing the street was completely in the wrong. Like, he was on his cell phone, had a stop sign. The car had the right of way. And so he walked in front of the car, the car screeched on his brakes, and the kid instead, like, smacked the front of his car and threw a tissue at it. And so oh. this dude that was in the car was really pissed, and he got out and um, and started chasing down, like, this kid down the street, like, turn around, why don't you come back here? What the fuck's going on? I'm like, Jesus Christ. And the kid just kept on walking. He was like this you know, little skinny hipster guy, and he was just like speed walking uh, like on his cell phone, and the guy never caught up with him, and he jumped back in his truck and drove away. Wow. But that always happens. Yeah, they live kind of near a really crappy intersection where like a lot of people are always just you know, totally aggro. Well, didn't you see another fight there, too? Mm-hmm. Somebody that jumped out of a car? And, yeah, that was like... the last time I was over there. We're Damn. Saying, Dude, yeah, you, I guess like every time we're sitting on the porch, that's what happens. I mean, it is a rough weekend. I mean, rough weekend, rough corner right there. Um, well, it's not, well, rough, how do you mean rough? Well, because there's a lot of people that don't stop. Yeah. Well, that's know? definitely it. I'm like, well, they live down the street from me, and I don't consider myself living in a rough neighborhood. No, I don't mean like a rough neighborhood. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's a it's a tough spot for traffic because, it yeah, is. there, there is. There are lots of blind spots, and there are, like, I mean, I've almost signs. hit people several times yeah. there going by their place. But, wow, I've, I've never gotten out of the car. Yeah, so they got out of the car, like, in the middle of the intersection, left it parked there, and then ran out, which is a little crazy. I don't think I could ever do that. I mean, I get pissed off when I'm driving. Like most people, but um, and I'll I'll certainly flip people off. I don't think I would ever get out. Yeah, no, this guy was very, very, would, very angry. I would yell at that kid though. If somebody hit the front of my truck like that, and it was his fault, it was his fault too. He I stepped would, out in front of the car. I would be pissed off. I would definitely bitch him out, but I probably wouldn't get out of the car. Mm-hmm. That's just asking. That's asking for. Well, trouble. he was like this huge dude too. Like he was really big. Kind of looked like a um, like his other truck was like a like a total like huge motorcycle. Like, he was just this big dude in a shirt, a sleeveless shirt, just like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? I'm like, jeez, wow. that would terrify me. Damn. Yeah, so lesson is, little um, little skinny hipster boy, don't hit somebody's car when you're in the wrong way. No. Like, don't step out in front of it on your cell phone, then hit it, and then throw a tissue at it. Oh, man. That yeah. that would make me very angry. Yeah, I would be very annoyed. upset. Yeah. If something like that happened. But, okay. Wow. But no beatdowns, so. though. No beatdowns. Okay. So you're hanging out with Lisa Wood? Hanging out with her, and then, yeah, Tuggy got back into town, so I ended up meeting up with him. 
Mm-hmm. And then I think you were there too, right? Yeah, I'd already actually yeah, met up. Yeah, you showed up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you know, I was hanging out with Tugs and his friend who was uh, in from out of town. Mm-hmm. And it was quite the clarifying evening. So let me just say for the record that I, you know how sometimes you hear these rumors for years and years and years, like hear a rumor about somebody and you're not quite sure. There's no real way to pr- prove nor disprove it, mm-hmm. whether or not you know. Um, so let me bring you back to our little friend named Jeff. So for years, it has been rumored that Jeff might or might not have been a stalker of a particular band. Okay. I'm putting this, this out true. there. I'm ver- no, I will I'm, verify I'm taking, this is a rumor. This that is, is a, a rumor. very, Let's very, just uh, say, in the radio industry, this has been a rumor for years. Yes, that and, is true. And it has been, you know, like speculated about and nobody's ever really known. And people are just like, oh, you know, that can't be true. She can't obviously be that crazy. I'm just going to say, I'm not even going to say the name of the band, but if you know who I'm talking about and you know the obsession to which she is, let me just state for the record that uh, I met somebody who has toured with that band for many, 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 many years, and let's just say that Jeff is a known person in Portland to have to stay away from the band. She's not allowed anywhere near them. And that was always a rumor, and it's true. And that's all. I'm just telling you for the record. And I was told by this person that I could say that. There, were, there, there was more to it, too, but... Yeah, maybe that's a... No, no, no. There's no f- too far. This they, is the one time uh, we're going to talk about it. I'm they, just saying we got actual valid... They actually keep a picture of Jeff on I hand for identification purposes. Seriously, whenever they have a new security guard in town... There was a picture of Jeff handed to said security guard saying, no matter the pass, no matter what this person's credentials are, no matter what it says, this person is in no way allowed to be anywhere within the vicinity of the band. So let me just say for the record, this person has been with the band for about 10 years. And Jeff is a known commodity, which was just hilarious because I thought I always thought it was just a mean rumor. I didn't think it was true. But it's very true. In fact, the lead singer is very scared for his life about her. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So there we go. Rumors <laughs> have been confirmed. I think, I think we should leave funny. it at that. We will leave it at that. I'm not going to say anything else, but I'm just saying it's just funny. So anyway, uh, also that... Uh, How embarrassing that, right? would that be if like, you find out someone's carrying a picture around of you just to... No, not to let you anywhere near. Maybe they are, Greg. Somebody's keeping a picture of me. I don't know who it would be. I don't really. Maybe Britney Spears people. <laughs> <laughs> right, because I'm so obsessed. No, I I can't even think of that. Like I, I don't really get obsessed over any particular like I don't know entertainment yeah. aspect of it, like something like that. It, it just I mean yeah, there's bands I like, but I mean even if I met them, it'd be like yeah, and okay, obsessing. yeah, hey, cool. Your your music's cool. All right. Anyway, see ya. I mean, it's like you're just a dude, mm. you know, or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's just somebody doing something. So, some, and sometimes it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, I, I've never understood like the obsessed obsession yeah. stuff over that. I don't get like, it either. Like it's just another person. That's all it is. <laughs> I don't know. But um, no. so that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. Mm. We also though met a couple of listeners though on uh, yes. on Friday night, and uh, including. One person from Guam. Guam. Who listens to us in Guam. Uh, and I don't know if we were okay to say their names on the air or not, but um, 
they uh, were very cool. So very cool. Hung out with both of them and uh, and had some drinks. And so, yeah, I guess she listens in Guam. And I have I know a couple of people that live over in Guam. And I, I always forget that, uh, you know, what, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, military stuff there, mm-hmm. too. And so, um, I don't know. It's just cool hearing from people, it you know, from halfway cool. around the world who listen to your show. Yes, so hello to Vicky. Hello to Vicky. Okay, so we can't say. Okay, Vicky and Colin. And... Um, and uh, yes, hello to them and hello to Guam. Mm-hmm. It was cool Listing too because right she was so excited to be like in Portland because she just was loving every minute of it. Like that's what you should do when you're on vacation is just go and like take it all in. And she was going mm-hmm. to like every quadrant of Portland trying to find every single thing she could and she was loving it. It was pretty cool. Yes. Yes. Very cool. So uh, so I had a lot of fun hanging out with them. And then um, let's see on Saturday. Well, Saturday I, uh, I had to go to a, a family function mm-hmm. down in Salem, which I haven't been to Salem in a long time. And uh, they kind of cleaned it up a little bit. Oh, yeah? They cleaned up, yeah. They're like, they have actually a really cool park system down by the water down there now. It's actually, I was pretty impressed. Hmm. So anyway, went down there and, and, uh, and to a family event uh, for most of the day. But uh, you were doing some other stuff. I too. did some magic. I indeed went to Tropical Summer. Uh, it yes. was glorious. Mm-hmm. It was so glorious. And we were able to hang out with about like, Honestly, you know, since you're kind of judged with your pool passes, like you can only have two, like three people on the pool pass. Uh-huh. The people didn't come down the entire day. So oh, we had like nice. 15 people. Wow. Including, uh, but not limited to, yeah, Bozick, Tuggy, uh, Lisa Wood, Kelsey, Heather, um, our friends Ryan and Jessica, and another Jessica, and uh, just it was a, like a billion people all crammed into this pool. And we played Smash Ball all day, which. Um, because you know what Smash Ball is? Smash Ball is the name that we gave Water Badminton. So we'll play that. And we were playing Bozik and I played football for like an hour. And um, yeah, and then just like hit around a beach ball and stuff. We're there for like six hours. It was glorious. The water was perfect and sparkling and everyone was just having such a great time. It reminded me of summer's past. It was beautiful. That's cool. It was cool. It was cool. And then, of course, you know. Um, drinking soda in the sun all day mm-hmm. wipes you out. So I went to bed very early on Saturday night. Yeah, that uh, that'll that'll it do it. It takes a little out of you. Sometimes during the summer, you have to sacrifice the night for the day. Well, I must say that sounds much more exciting than Salem. Yeah, despite my <laughs> talk of the even parks. though they've cleaned it up. Yes, even though they've cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, after I got done with that, then uh, then ended up coming back into town, went for another run because I've been running. Woo-hoo-hoo. I know. And uh, and actually, later on today, we're going to be filming something for Sportlandia, where we're Aye. going to be running for a while mm-hmm. and being analyzed on how we run and how we stretch and stuff, I think is what's going on with that. I don't know. I was just told that we're supposed to show up, and then we're going to run for a half hour. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. we're supposed to run for a half hour. They're going to be watching us run, and then we have to do like some exercises after that as well. I'm all fine with that. I just I, I feel weird being videotaped running. No, me too. Particularly since like, you know, I don't know the other what people that are like. going to be running with us are you know the Blazers' uh, strength training coach and like two Blazer dancers. Yeah, but they so don't run. Well, at least uh, everyone's one of them gonna have to run. run. Well, no, well, no, but I mean, she said uh, one of them said that she doesn't run. She's like new to running as well. Oh no, I think she was joking. I saw that in the video too. She was like, "Just kidding." No, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Mm, no, but either way, she's in shape, so it's still going to be. <laughs> It really is a moot point to battle about it yeah. because she is a blazer dancer. Yes, so. absolutely. But uh, so anyway, um, 
Yeah, I went for a run and then went uh, to my friend Anna's birthday party that she was having, which ended up being uh, being a lot of fun. There were actually a couple of listeners there, too, that I met. I uh, met Ben and Janae. Oh, cool. And uh, Janae has one of the greatest tattoos I've ever seen. So it turns out that she is also a huge fan of uh, Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee Herman. Mm-hmm. And she got, the, she got a red bow tie tattoo. Right above, uh, right on her neck, where a bow tie would be. Wow, is a is a big red bow tie. It is awesome. That's commitment. Yes, it is. So yeah, they were very cool. So hello to hello to both of them. She's been listening for a long time. So oh, very cool. Yes, and uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a good night. Ended up being a much later night than I anticipated. Um, there were some shots that ended up being involved, and then having like these, it was like Kahlua rum. So it was kind of a deceiving thing. So it had coffee in it. And uh, and rum, but you couldn't really taste the rum, so they kind of snuck up on you mm-hmm. and didn't realize. But then at the same time, you had coffee, so it's like you're wide awake. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, coffee yeah, shots we'll... are probably not the best thing. No, but well, it was fun though. I didn't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. So anyway, I had a really good time at that. So and uh, and yeah, and then on Sunday, let's see, you you went and did something on Sunday. Yes, I had a glorious day yesterday. So I've never been uh, floating down the river. And actually went floating with some of my friends yesterday down the Clackamas River in this giant contraption called the Relaxation Station. What I is that? Not, it's this, that's it, actually what it's called? It's called the Relaxation Station. It's this huge float that's 10 foot by 10 foot. It's bright blue with four seats and like eight cup holders and a, like a ladder that you can pull down. It's all mesh in the inside. So basically your feet are kind of in the water, but you're not going to fall through and you can like walk across. Okay. It was so comfortable and so fun. So basically we... we um, into this particular strep, uh, stretch of the river, which was about, say, like a three and a half, four hour float. Where did you put it at? We put in at a place. Well, you're not going to say what place you put in? No, because we found a place that isn't very populated by douchebags. Not to say any of our listeners are douchebags, but um, like when we got further down, like that's where it's just so crazy you can't even find parking or anything. <laughs> so we found a place. Okay. Just like you don't talk about your camping sites. I don't ask you specific locations. Uh, okay okay yeah so we got in it was really fun there were like these um if anybody wants to know just write me and i'll let you know but um so there there are these crazy rapids that we were going down and so basically we're four girls you know in like this big squishy you know raft thing that is kind of meant for pool floating and not really for going down the rapids (laughs) so it was pretty fun to actually brave all of those and we didn't have a paddle so we ended up like having to use our arms to paddle for the (laughs) most part (laughs) and brenda and i ended up having to give out get out and like keep pushing it off the rocks we ended up in a couple bushes and everything but it was really fun it was a beautiful day for it i'd never been floating before and um yeah i saw people actually floating down the river on just like the blow up mattress like the one person blow up mattress things that's not too Go, right. going down the rapids. Well, like, on that thing, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is why every year on that river there are mm. multiple deaths. Yeah, well, we all had our life vests. That's, that's good. Yeah, good. Yeah, all of our life vests were there. We had yeah the big squishy everything, and also Brenda has this really cool thing called the dry pack. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen those? Yes. Mm-hmm. Which was awesome. So yeah, we put I have all one of those. Our, yes, we yeah. put all of our stuff in it, and just so in case anything, because mm-hmm. everything else was soaked, but we were able to like keep everything in Ziploc bags in there. And yeah, dry packs are great. Yeah, because then they'll float as well. Yeah. Yeah. 
where it's where my wallet and phone always go. Yes, it's I know. I had my, my phone in like three Ziploc bags. Yeah. And then inside of the dry pack because mm-hmm. I'm so afraid. Because that would just be my luck. That would be something, you know, that would happen. Yeah. Yeah, so did that and then um, ended up taking longer than I thought. Like, I didn't realize how long it was going to take. And then, yeah, watched some True Blood last night and got up, did some laundry this morning. Productive. And here we are. Exciting day. Exciting day. All right. Yeah, today is laundry and doing my dishes day. <laughs> well, I it's it's good my, to have goals. I have used my last knife. I used that this morning when I was making toast. Laundry day. Laundry day. Clean dishes day. Okay, well, should we do uh do you want to do a little bit of ball talk? I think so. A little bit of ball talk. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. I was saying it sounded low. Did it look okay on there? Oh no, I thought it was too loud. No. Okay. Um. Well, here let's just start again. All right, should we do? Uh, should we do a little bit of ball talk? Let's do it. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. With my new horse voice, it kind of gives it a little balls. Okay. Let's talk balls. Uh, so anyway, in non-ball-related sports news, there is a winner of the Tour de France, and it is someone who set a couple of records, actually, by doing it. So the person's name is... Uh, Cadell Evans. This is how I'm going to say you say it. It's C A D E L. Okay. Cadell or Cadell? How would you say that? It's probably say Cadell. Cadell. Yeah. Cadell Evans, who uh, won it at 34 years old, becoming the oldest person since World War II to win it, which makes me feel very old when he says that. Yes. But conquering the world though at 34, so he's also the first Australian to ever win the Tour de France. So, uh, congratulations to Cadell Evans. This whole race, though, I mean, I don't really follow it much anymore, but um, it seems so violent now. With, with Between that guy getting hit by the car, like run off the road in the car. Oh, yeah. There's the guy who uh, busted up his face. There's just terrible injuries left and right. Like, I don't know whether it's because of the, uh, maybe when they were on steroids, then they were better. Does call it, well, also the roids cause a little bit of rage, too. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, anyway, it seems like an incredibly violent race. Oh, that does remind me, though, of... Uh, okay, I'll, I'll talk about this afterwards. I talked to someone who did something pretty cool uh, for a bike tour over this over this weekend. I'll, I'll talk about okay. it here in a minute. Um, but uh, moving on to ball talk, a little bit of um, Hollywood scandal-type news. So, Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari. Right, oh, Cavallari? Oh, yes, the douchey couple. The douchey couple have broken up. So oh. they've called off... Their wedding, I know everybody's, uh, this is kind of the big news of the day. The biggest thing that's out there right now. So Jay Cutler apparently dumped Kristen Cavallari. Oh, really? Yeah, he dumped her. <laughs> why? Does it say? No, it doesn't say why. It's just that, uh, yeah, apparently he decided he didn't want to get married to her anymore. Maybe because she's annoying. He finally actually heard her talk. Yep. That could have been it. When she's not speaking, she's a pretty good looking chick, but, uh. Yeah, as soon as she speaks, that, that's going to ruin that. That kind of takes away from it. It kind of takes away. It knocks knocks down a good three levels right there, just hearing her talk. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yes, Jay Cutler has dumped Kristen Cavallari, thereby pretty much 
I'm, I'm pretty sure that will probably end any amount of fame that she had. Because she was still clinging on from the, the hills or whatever the hell that stuff was. That's true. You know, but, you know she, she attached herself with at least a high-profile quarterback. Now that that's gone, I don't think she's she doesn't really have much to go on. Mm, no, I think she's I think I don't think she's quite done yet. I mean, look, if she was already like ready to snag one of them, look at Kim Kardashian. She slept with like half of the NFL. Yeah, and she's still you know relevant. And at least Kristen Cavallari had. No, actually, she doesn't have any. They're equally talentless. But oh still. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. they there is no talent, no talent either way. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe she can. Maybe she can snag herself another one. Yeah. She probably have to downgrade to like a hockey star or something. Though at this point, that's true. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna get like a high profile quarterback again. So you messed up your one shot, Kristen. Okay. Uh, moving on. Speaking of quarterbacks, guess who's back in the news? Brett Favre. Brett Favre. And uh, the rumor is now that the Philadelphia Eagles are looking to sign him to be the backup to Michael Vick. Oh, good lord. In case uh, Michael Vick goes down this year or something happens, then uh, Brett Favre would be there to uh, step right in. And I guess Michael Vick even came out and said he would love it if Brett Favre would come and be the backup for for uh, him at the Eagles. So I could actually see this happening. I could see Brett Favre uh, deciding to do this. I mean, why not? He's wow. done it so many times already. And plus, this time he could come back and he really wouldn't have to do anything. He'd just kind of sit true. there and get a paycheck. He can just kind of exist. Yeah. I mean, if Michael Vick did go down, then yeah, he'd have to step in. But probably he won't. Yeah. And so um, it'd be a big paycheck. I'll play backup for the Eagles. You would play backup for Michael Vick? For like $5 million? Yeah. Hmm, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's you're not doing anything with the guy. I mean... Just because you play on the Eagles doesn't mean that everybody on there did what Michael Vick did. This is true. You know, by association. Yeah, I'll take $5 million. Sure. Okay. All right. Duly now noted. I'm sure they all know that now. They're duly noted. I'm in the market. Uh, moving on to ball talk. So the Portland Timbers lost over the weekend. Aww. They played the Columbus Crew, and unfortunately they lost um, in the way you don't really want to. It was on an own goal. What do you mean? One of the Timbers accidentally knocked it into the goal. Wow. In all fairness, he was trying to block it, and uh, he just blocked it the wrong way. Oh. So that sucks. That's, that's not something that you... I mean, it's you know, if you lose, you lose, but I just feel bad for that guy. It's just like, yeah, you scored a goal for the that other team, dude. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, well, it happens. Well, it does. It yeah. does. It's not his fault, and he was, he was trying to do the right thing, and it, it was an accident. But uh, nonetheless, the Timbers did lose, so... Um, they now uh, now have won one game total on the road this year. Moving on in ball talk. So I talked about um, the uh, the MC Hammer bobblehead thing that the San Francisco or excuse me that the Oakland A's were doing last week, mm-hmm. which was very cool. Which sounded awesome. Yeah. Well, the Baltimore Orioles are doing something that's not quite as awesome and just a little more awkward. So it has to do with one of their pitchers, Brian Matus. Who, uh, who I guess finished as a, as a runner-up for American League, I think it was Rookie of the Year last year. And this year they decided to reward him with a bobblehead night that's scheduled cool. for August, I think August 6th. The problem is, Brian Matus did not start off the year very well and was sent back down to the AAA in June. So they're going to have a, in theory, they're going to have a bobblehead night Assuming they go through with it, because they already ordered all these things, for a guy that doesn't even play for the team anymore. They got well, downgraded. aren't bobbleheads pretty easy to convert? I mean, like, 
I'm just saying bobbleheads aren't really too much detail to them a lot of times. Well, Could you slap somebody else's name on it who looks mildly similar to him? I suppose you <laughs> might put, like, be able to. Just like a sticker over the Sticker yeah, with name. a different number on it or yeah. something. I mean, I guess you could, but everyone's still going to know what happened there. Yeah, I suppose I suppose you could do it. They're always like, yeah. Piece of, piece of duct tape on each one of them, like covering it up, right? Some go. other name. Yeah. Yeah, I, anything's possible. Um, but yes, yeah, so your Brian Matus Baltimore Orioles bobblehead could very much be a limited edition thing because it doesn't sound like he's ever going to play that game. Um, so anyway, awkward. Moving on. Uh, in, in baseball, the Seattle Mariners have lost 14 games in a row. Wow. Tying their record. Tying, like tying the record number to. of loses, losses. Yeah, they, it really does kind of seem that way. So Seattle Mariners not doing so great. Uh, finally, in ball talk, we have this. This was just kind of odd. Now, I don't know whether this guy's trying to be funny or he, he is funny or he's being serious. I don't <laughs> really get it. If you have to question whether or not he is funny, yeah. then it's probably... He's not. <laughs> well, most likely not. Yeah. Uh, but this happened at a NASCAR race. So it's like, obviously, oh, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm probably not going to get the humor so much if there is going to be humor there. So this took place at the Federated Auto Parts 300 Nationwide Series race in Nashville. And uh, it was the, I guess they do a prayer before every NASCAR race. And this was Pastor Joe Nelms of the Family Baptist Church. Okay. This is him talking. And this is him giving his uh, pre-race prayer. Joe Nels, pastor of Family Baptist Church in Lebanon, Tennessee. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for all your blessings. You said in all things give thanks. So we want to thank you tonight for these mighty machines that you brought before us. Thank you for the Dodges and the Toyotas. Thank you for the Fords. And most of all, we thank you for Roush and Yay partnering to give us the power that we see before us tonight. Thank you for GM Performance Technology and the R07 engines. Thank you for Sunoco Racing Fuel and Goodyear tires that bring performance and power to the track. Lord, I want to thank you for my smoking hot wife tonight, Lisa. My two children, Eli and Emma, or as we like to call them, the little E's. Lord, I pray you bless the drivers and use them tonight. May they put on a performance worthy of this great track. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. Pastor Joe Nelms of the Family Baptist Church, Tennessee. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. So what I was going to say at the beginning, um, uh, I ended up talking to a guy who was a coworker of, uh, of Annas who did, he took 24 days off of work and he just did this this summer, like he just got back a couple days ago and rode his bike from Portland to Venice Beach, California. Wow. Yeah, the entire way by himself, just camping along the way. Oh, that's like pretty cool. Like whittling on the coast. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty hardcore. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could go that long on a bike ride. I mean, maybe, but uh, that's a lot of work. I mean, he said he was doing like 40 or 70 miles every day. Yeah, that's, that is a lot of work. That's a lot. And plus camping and then... And the then, only... like, hills and, yeah, the dangers yeah. of riding on the side of a freeway. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he rode on the side of 101, but that's almost even that's oh, yeah, just that's, as dangerous. Yeah, that is just know? as dangerous. Yeah, so I, I I was pretty impressed by that. 
That is much that further is than I have I must say. ever ridden on a bike. Hey, before we go on, should we um, give our a couple shout-outs mm-hmm. that we were going to? Yes. Actually, we've got, uh, well, one, I suppose we should do a... Well, why don't we do the birthday first? Yeah. Uh, happy birthday to listener Marcus. Happy birthday, Marcus, on this beautiful gray day in Portland, Oregon. Oregon. Marcus has been listening. Happy birthday to you. Never mind. Happy birthday. I know we'll just play twice for him. That's Happy birthday to you. On damn right. Did you say Marcus has been listening for a while? Yes, that's what that's what I was going to say. Marcus. Marcus. Thank you. So thank you very much, Marcus. Happy birthday to you. And also, um, we don't have music for this one. I don't know what we would play. I don't know what we'd play either. Let me see mm, if I have anything. Okay, okay, yeah, see if you can find something that would work for yes. us. But uh, we have a couple listeners who are good friends of ours who just had their first baby. And yes, I love indeed. it. I love, 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 love it when smart, amazing, wonderful, intelligent people breed. And this is two very intelligent, close friends of mine, Angela and Eric. Congratulations on your first baby girl. And do you want to know how many pounds she was? Nine pounds, Greg. Nine pounds? Is that, is that a lot? Yeah, it seemed, I mean, she's a little on the bigger side. I don't she's know. the cutest little squishy thing. I'm actually, I haven't seen her yet. But um, I've just seen a picture of her. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, um, I don't know how much a a uh, baby should weigh. I'm not really sure what. The, no, I mean that's a that's a healthy weight. Like that's a that's good, that's good. But it's, but it's on the bigger side. That's on the bigger side. Yeah. Okay. What did All you right. just send me, Greg? Well, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> really? Oh, I didn't know that's what this was. Never mind. Is it an auto tune baby? Apparently, crying? it's an auto tune baby. So congratulations on your new child. Congratulations. I love you both. I am so, 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 so happy for you. Absolutely. And Actually, I just saw her on uh, a couple of days ago at the park. Chick is still rocking it. She was still doing water. Like, her due date was last Friday, and she's like, uh, You know, she came and visited me at, like, this DJ and gig I was doing. She was just always, like, such a, she's like, I don't know. She's coming out one of these days. <laughs> like, she's a trooper. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw her at, um, I don't know, maybe it was Thursday or Friday or something mm-hmm. like that. And, um... Yeah, she was walking the dog, and I was like, well, next time I see you, you'll probably have a, a kid. She's like, I better have a kid. <laughs> I <know. laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> we'll leave you alone, madam. <laughs> yeah, I already bought her, so I was asking her, you know, since, you know, when you're, when you're with child, you don't do the heavy drinking. And so I was asking her, I'm like, what, what would you like? I'm like, I'm going to buy you a bottle of something and bring it to the hospital after you give birth. I'm like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. She's, like, all, she's like, I've never liked it before, but all I want is whiskey. <laughs> I just want whiskey so bad, so and butter some Jameson. I'm like, I am bringing. Is that tacky to bring that to the hospital? No. Okay, because she's already she's given the birth. She, I know I'm giving a lot. She's of not getting ready to go into surgery or something. Yeah, she's already given birth. So yeah. no, I I would think that'd be fine. I'm bringing a big bottle of whiskey with um with like a balloon tied to it. Yep. And giving it to her. Do it. Right. I mean, I wouldn't uh, flash it around the hospital just in case there's someone in there. Yeah. That cannot engage in. This is true. <laughs> and just wave it in front of their faces. But she was so, yeah, she was so excited about it. I'm like, you know, I can't do much, but I can buy you some liquor. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Well, congratulations. Yes, congratulations. Sorry, I know I've been going on about this for a while, but I'm just so excited for my friends. And now it's News of World of Crazy. World of Crazy. Hello, my friends. Ah. I know that's kind of loud. My name is Sarah Stell, and welcome to my World of Crazy. As fast as possible. I know. First up, attention Greg Nibbler. 
Pee-wee Herman hopes to take his act back on the road for a new big screen adventure. He's going to have a new movie. I've been promised these movies before. Paul Rubens told an audience this past weekend at Comic-Con that he's working with Hollywood comedy powerhouse Judd Apatow to produce a new movie. Rubens, of course, appears as the character Pee-wee with his bow tie and gray suit. He played the oddball man-child on television in his two feature films, including Tim Burton's 1985 comedy Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Rubens said on the panel that Apatow felt strongly that the new film should return the character to uh, to his life on the road in the first movie. Okay. So they're going to try and base it on that. So All they, right. they want to make a movie. with So Rubens and Judd Apatow want to make a movie based on Pee-wee Herman uh, going on the road traveling across the entire country. Okay, I'm excited about this, but I'm also a little nervous, because if Judd Apatow gets involved in it, then it's going to be like Seth Rogen and all those guys. I don't know how I feel about... Maybe not, though. You never know. Maybe not. Well, either way, either way, I will watch it. Whatever mm-hmm. it is, they will get my money. So, I mean, it's already sold, so it really doesn't matter what they come up with. But, yes. um, yeah, I don't know. I'd almost prefer another Tim Burton. Yeah, that would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I think that would be more the more the route rather I don't than. No, after seeing Alice in Wonderland, though. Hmm. Well, well yeah. <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, I don't know. Pete. Either way, I'm gonna go watch it. Whatever it is, yes, I will absolutely watch it. I think that would be funny. Do you have any more coffee left? I do. There's more coffee right is there. there. More? Mm-hmm. Oh, unless you drank all of the coffee. Oh. Oh, there we go. Getting coffee. Okay. Take a breath, Greg. <laughs> We're just going to be a little I think we're both talking a little too fast. All right. So this surprised me this weekend. Of course, if you, you know, live on this planet, you found out that this happened. Mm-hmm. I was actually surprised. Even okay. though I know that this person, you know, is living a life of, you know, basically, you know, daily drug abuse. I was still a little oh. shocked. Now I know what you're going for. Amy Winehouse is dead. Which is just, I, for some reason, I thought she was going to have some, like, Keith Richards-style life and, like, you know, get her shit back together and keep on putting me music. Yeah. Looks like that wasn't the case. Just sucks. I mean, because she was so talented. I actually, I legitimately like her music. Mm. Like, I, I really do like it. And... Well, you're going to have to like that because that's all that there's going to be That's all it. there's going to be, yeah. Yes, so uh, supposedly now it's her coming out that Amy, yes, Amy Winehouse died on Saturday. She was found sleeping alone in her um, London home. Her final 36 hours were reportedly spent in a binge-induced blur fueled by whiskey a lethal com- and a lethal combination of ecstasy, ketamine, cocaine, and heroin. Wow. According to reports. That is, uh, that's a lot. Yes, a source uh, told Britain's The People that uh, Winehouse was seen buying narcotics at a London bar late Friday night. Someone who was there, one of her friends, said Amy seemed determined to have a big one. She was out in Camden on Friday evening but seemed determined to carry on the party back at her flat. None of us knew who was with her in the early hours of Saturday morning, but getting out of it was clearly her main priority that night. So supposedly, uh, Amy Winehouse's doctor just visited her that Friday, the day, like 24 hours before she died, and was reportedly, quote, happy with her condition. So when he left, he had no concerns, but then less than 24 hours later, she was found dead. So her health has been very fragile, and she's been having a series of checkups, and she seemed to be doing quite well until this latest bender. Man. So a lot, but this is weird too. So a lot of her friends um, are speculating that she might have intentionally overdosed after getting into a huge fight with her boyfriend, whose name is Reg Travis, after she found out that, um, let's see, after he found out about recent conversations that she'd been having with her convicted ex-husband, Blake. Huh. 
So uh, supposedly he found out that Amy and Blake had been chatting and got upset. They had a fight and he left her. She's been drinking more and more whiskey and decided to then basically, this is what a friend said, decided to play Russian roulette with her life. She was upstairs at her house injecting heroin on a self-destruction mission. Blah, blah, blah. It's just a... That's just... Yeah, it's just sad all around. It's sad and it's fucked up. I mean, just because, I mean, that's such a... I don't know. I, it, it bothers me because she is so talented. Not that that's any reason why you know anybody, mm. whether you're talented or not, shouldn't go through that. But uh, yeah, well, it is I mean, reported. Just, what a waste. That, well, her autopsy is supposedly happening right now. Um, although it should be noted that you know there, uh, it's been speculated it's a drug overdose, but no uh, drugs were found in her house when it was inspected. Because she did them all, or because maybe she was doing them somewhere else and then went home to sleep. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll, I don't know. I guess that'll kind of be the determining factor. But if it's anything but drugs, I would be shocked. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I think pretty much everyone would. I don't know. I mean, she actually used to be a pretty attractive chick. She too. was. I was just looking at yeah. pictures. I mean, was is it just me? Were you sh- surprised? Um, I mean, not after seeing that video of her a couple years ago. Oh, you know what? Stuff. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah like just how the many, crack pipe and everything. Yeah, and how many times she's been in and out of rehab. I'm not that surprised that uh, that she OD'd. I just hoped that it would be different. Yeah. You know? Well, it was not. She's dead at the age of 27, of course. That makes her a member of the all-too-infamous 27 Club, which includes such musicians as Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison, and... What's the name of your guy that I always forget? The original. What, Robert Johnson? Robert Johnson. Yeah, but, yeah, but see, Even though we don't know what they're We don't know for died. sure on that one. But. Speaking of uh, people who are still alive and hopefully will get through their shit, Lindsay Lohan finally has her ankle monitor bracelet off. Oh, yeah. But now she's been hitting the town since she's not limited. She's not having drug tests or anything anymore. Supposedly now she's been running around and she's falling down on her face and everything all over again. She was spotted at Chateau Marmont, then headed over... Um, to another party, let's see, this weekend, out with a bunch of friends. She ended the night crying, screaming, and barely able to walk, clinging to curtains inside of the club that she was at. She looked great when she first showed up and kept ordering cranberry juices from the waitress, but wasn't fooling anybody. When her friends would order drinks, they would order two at a time, and she would slug them down. Everyone was drinking lemon drops, and they were, um, there were two bottles of kettle, one vodka on the table that she was seen drinking straight from. Which is amazing that the law keeps being lenient to her over and over again when she has clearly learned her lesson. Yeah, why is she not locked up? Because she's been able to get away with every single thing. She's stolen cars. She's been found, you know, in possession. Yeah. She's uh, multiple times, you know, had her ankle monitor bracelet thing go off. She's been tested positive for drinking, yet now she is... Kidnapped someone. She kidnapped somebody, yeah. She assaulted somebody at the clinic that, like the rehab facility that she was at. But now she's back on the town. Do you think she's going to be the next? It's looking more and more like that. Yeah. I mean, obviously this pattern has been established and I'm in no way saying I'm perfect. You know, I drink too much and sometimes, you know, and like not everybody has their shit together all the time, but this is just a big old mess. Yeah. And it seems like, I don't know. Spending your first night out of, like, jail, clinging to curtains inside of a club, screaming and crying. Yeah, that's not what I would do. A, I hope I never have to know what it's like to spend my first night outside of jail. Um, But no, that's probably not what I would be doing. Yes. 
All right. It's just all like girl like shit shows today. Okay. Well, you know, sometimes that's just what sometimes the uh, just the what the universe gives you. The theme writes itself when it happens. Courtney Stodden, of course, the new wife of the actor Doug Hutchison, has spoken out this weekend saying that he's quote a tiger in bed. They've spent the last month defending their controversial marriage along with the 35-year-old age gap, but it seems 51-year-old actor Dutch Hutch- Doug Hutchison and wife Courtney Stodden, age 16, have not even come close to stopping when it comes to revealing intimate secrets of their union. <sighs> Stodden told E! Online all about how he's a tiger in the bed, and she goes on to say about Hutchinson's bed- uh, bedroom performance that, uh, let's see... So her husband said that he wished that he had been a virgin on their wedding night because it was so good. But Courtney said that it was fine that he wasn't. Hutchinson said as he nuzzled up to his 18-year-old bride. 16? Oh, excuse me, 16. You're so bad. The couple, oh. <laughs> the couple who met online when Stalin signed up for acting classes on his website said they'd not anticipated that their marriage would captivate the nation. Yes. How... <coughs> How would she know he's a tiger in the bed? She's 16. Like, how much experience does she really have to where she would know what the difference is? Look at her. Well, okay. Fair enough. Her husband was defending her in the wake of speculation that she's had surgery. A lot of the critics are saying that Courtney is fake, that she's a Barbie doll. Fake boobs, fake lips, fake nose, fake hair. But God was her only plastic surgeon. <laughs> Stodden insisted, I was born this way out of the womb. Like, hello, world. <sighs> yeah, she seriously was saying that. You know, they, they both go on to say that they started their friendship as purely platonic. Then all of a sudden they started using the L word online and confessing that they had feelings for each other. Who? Now, Hutchison says that this didn't only hinder his career, but it has helped his career. He's having more offers than ever and is looking forward to making a reality show with his new bride. Those are the offers he's getting. That's what it is. And, okay, what kind of a 51-year-old tries to start up a platonic relationship with a 16-year-old? 53-year-old. 53-year-old. No, 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 I guess 51. You're right, because it's 35, yeah. I mean, unless it's a relative or you're in some kind of, you know, uh, boys and girls club type thing. Yeah. What what are you doing trying to start up a friendship with a 16-year-old girl? I don't know. I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> but he is a This tiger is my new friend bed. online. She's 16. We're just friends. We're just friends. Just so you know, we're just friends. Just want to get it out there now. I'm best friends with a 16-year-old girl. God, that song of hers will get stuck in my head, and I will not be able to get it out. We be popping or something. We be popping. Oh, you be rocking. God, she sounds... Oh, she's so horrible. It's pretty close to your Sammy impression, actually, but it's right. It, it falls right in line with this girl. That sounds pretty good. Okay, maybe we should um, conduct an interview with Courtney Stodden and, <laughs> and Doug Hutchison. <laughs> I don't know. I might have to think about that. I don't know what he does, though, <laughs> what he sounds like. Huh, that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of interesting. See what, because, um, I mean, what else has he done other than Lost and Green Mile? I can't think of anything else that this guy's been involved in. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. That's why. You can't think of anything else he's been involved in because he hasn't done anything else. Okay, well, that would make sense. Be popping. We'd be popping. We should totally do that. Don't put it on me, girl. Don't put it on me, girl. <laughs> it's not my fault that you're your lover's attraction. Oh, that's kind of creepy. 
Don't put it on me, girl. Don't put it on me, girl. Oh, no. This is kind of, that's that's pretty disturbing. That is, uh... All right, I kind of want to see if I can do this along with it. All right, so what do you want to do? So you want to, like... I just want to see if I can if I can mock it. Can you... Do they have, I doubt they have a karaoke version of this. Oh, here's hoping. I just want to hear her voice for a second. When I go shopping, oh, oh, I be popping. <laughs> when I'm not walking, oh, oh, I'll just be dropping. When I be walking, oh, oh, just be dropping. <laughs> it's not my fault you can't control your guy. <laughs> oh my god, I can't even do that. I can't even do that. Don't put it on me, girl. Don't put it on me. Oh no. Have you found out? Okay, I I know this girl. We've talked about her a lot, but what what is the story with her parents? I'm really they were very excited that she found true love with a 51 year old. Well, no, they were excited. They finally got to get rid of her, and they probably got paid off. But who made that video for her? Like, obviously, they must have some money. Oh, she, she comes from money, obviously. <laughs> well, I bet the first her first little sugar daddy. Had some money. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's probably not the first one. Oh, no. Why in God's name would you think he'd be the first one? An innocent mind. Oh, I do have one more story. I got okay. distracted. Sorry. All right, headline reads, Bangladeshi man has brick tied to his penis as punishment. No. Bangladeshi police say that they were investigating a case of a man forced to parade naked through his village with a brick tied to his Johnson as punishment for kidnapping and marrying a minor. The punishment was given on Saturday as the 30-year-old man um, had to walk through. Let's see. So he was given this by the local council in his village. Police say that he kidnapped, then married a 12-year-old girl who later managed to escape with no harm done. The, ch- the council chief and some vi- uh, village elders beat him and made him parade with a brick tied to his penis dragging behind him in front of at least 200 people. So what did he do? He kidnapped and... And then married a 12-year-old girl. Okay, well... Yep. This is, yeah, all right. Then I have no problem with this punishment. Yep. So this man uh, was forced to walk through the village with a brick tied to his penis, and that's really <laughs> all I have on that. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's not so bad. Uh, what? Having a brick tied to your penis isn't so bad as you have to drag it around? No, I mean, this story isn't so bad. No. No, I thought anytime you start a story with something about a penis, I assume it's going to be severed or some terrible, irreparable harm is going to be done to it. Oh, I'm sure there was some harm done to but it. But that's okay. Usually it's undeserved. Like the guy doesn't deserve whatever happened. This time he did. So, you know, whatever. Whatever happens, that's fine. I'm okay with it. And that's one to grow on. There we go. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. World of crazy. You know what else is crazy? Don't put it on me, girl. What? I'm getting close to being done with uh, my Area 51 audiobook uh-huh. that I got from FunEmploymentRadio.com when I clicked on the Audible link. Yes. And I signed up for a free 14-day trial and got the free audiobook. Awesome. And I'm getting close to being done. But yeah, there's there is a lot of weird stuff. It, like, because it, it talks about all about the government and all the. Uh, 
stuff going back and forth between the Russians and the Americans and mm-hmm. all the secret, like, uh, it's not so much about aliens, really, right now. It's just about, like, the secret spy stuff that every, that was going on. Train. There's some crazy shit. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I'm actually thinking, because uh, I'm, you're going to be driving up to Seattle soon to do some wedding stuff for my sister. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of that shitty, shitty show, Brothers and Sisters. And yeah, Rob you Lowe, were talking about this, and I, I really have no idea I know, what let me tell you is. this. So Rob Lowe is running for president, and he plays, like, a senator. Okay. Um, but I was looking at, um, when I went to FunEmploymentRadio.com, and then I clicked on the Audible link, I was looking, and one of the books that they had available looks fascinating to me, and it's Rob Lowe's new memoir that's coming out, and it's called Stories I Only Tell My Friends. And it's all about, like, like him, like, going through, you know, being a celebrity and all of his scandals and stuff, and, like, that his experiences with his friends and being famous, which is totally fascinating to me. Rob Lowe is a very interesting person. Yeah, no, that actually does sound interesting. Does he read it as well? I don't know if he reads it or not. A lot of times it yeah, is. I just wanted to make sure that it was there, so I saw that it was there, but I haven't had a chance to actually listen to it yet. Yeah, I think the next one that I'm going to get is either, um, it's either going to be the, the Keith Richards autobiography as read by Johnny Depp, or it's going to be The Dark Tower. Because I want to start rereading The Dark Tower. It's a Stephen King series. Have you ever read it? No. Really, really, really good. And I think they're finally going to be making them into movies, but it's like a six or seven part book. I mean, if they actually made these into movies, it could be like a huge, giant, adult, epic, like Harry Potter type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know they have it on audiobook, and I, so I, I think I'm going to probably pick that one up. That sounds awesome. Well, I've yes. heard nothing but good things about the Keith Richards book. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And you can get them all by just going to funemploymentradio.com, clicking on the Audible link, and Woo-hoo. signing up. Oh, should we go ahead and uh, wrap it up for today? Yeah, I so I've got to get a bunch of stuff done before we go run for a half an hour. I know. We are going to be running for a half hour while being videotaped, sweating. No big deal. In front of the, the Trailblazers personal strength and fitness coach. Indeed. Jesus Christ. What have we gotten ourselves into? I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> no, it's, it is what we got to do, so... I'm ready to go. I just don't want to... I'm wanna... always grateful after I finish. Yeah. It's just the dreading it. Like, right now, my stomach uh-huh. is in knots. I'm really nervous. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. But I'll be, I know I'll be stoked as soon as... It, after I'm done, I'll be like, God, I'm glad I did that. Yeah, after it's over, it'll be awesome. Exactly. And we'll learn some new things. But, it's okay uh, to be wary of something. It's just like, you know, Hood to Coast in general. I want to be able to say, yep, I did it. Mm-hmm. The doing it part, not so much. But then you wouldn't be able to... It can't do it without doing it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, send us an email, funemploymentreadyo at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you to everyone who's been supporting Fun Employment Radio. You can go to the store section at funemploymentradio.com. Pick up a t-shirt or a beer koozie and or both. Right now. We, awesome. have, we have them. And they want to go home to you. you want, they're lonely. They want you to wear them. Right now they're living in my haunted storage closet downstairs in my apartment building. Do you think that place is haunted? Oh, probably. Is it weird and creepy? Yeah, I've never gotten bad vibes from it, but it's totally creepy. Yeah? There are mm. little doors that go to nowhere. Oh, that's I don't weird. know. Yeah, it's weird. Mm, I was talking to somebody else this weekend about their house and how it was haunted. Interesting. Maybe we should talk about that tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Less fancy, more dancing. <laughs>